You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock flag and eagle. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgate, and I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas, and we are continuing our Chairgate and top co-host competition. It's pretty much like the Redneck American Idol without singing. This week, we have Colton Kramer on episode two, season three. Say what's up to the audience. How's it going, audience? This is my second appearance on the Chairgating Podcast. I was in the Road Trip Snack Draft episode uh, last year, right about the COVID time. Um, hell of a time. Wait, we can't hear you. I can't hear you at all. Can't hear me at all? No, I'm just yeah. joking. Yeah, he oh, was on well, the episode sweet. with the Snack Draft. <laughs> Dick. That was a good one. That was a good episode. Um, that, w- that was a really good We had We had like four people on that. It was me, you, um, yeah. Chase, right, from Garage yep. Guys. Yep. Um, and then Zach. And then, yeah, that was yeah. a good episode. Yeah. yeah, no, that was a ton of fun. Um, glad we did it. Yeah, yeah, we need to do something like that again where we get a bunch. Maybe I've been watching Survivor, okay? I don't know the last time you watched Survivor, but... Right. 15 yeah. years ago, shit. <laughs> I know, right? So I was got back on Survivor. So maybe, like, Survivor will do some, like, finalist thing where I bring in the last two co-hosts that are like the top two or something uh, trying to make this as much of a game show as possible yeah there you go hell yeah so in case anyone hasn't noticed i'm in a dry fit short sleeve shirt again because when i recorded this podcast last time that was when did i record that thursday or friday or something like that i don't know i don't remember but it was like 20 degrees outside we just got power back uh, everything was frozen, and today it was 75 degrees. 
So that's what I deal with in Austin, Texas. It's fucking retarded. But I'm rocking my Austin Dillon. Got my uh, Bass Pro Shop tracker boats. Uh, RIP Austin. Should have had a top 10 finish tonight. Got blatantly taken out by Kyle Bush. So did you, you watched the race, I'm guessing. Yep. Yeah, I kept up with it. I watched. I sat down and actually watched like the last 45 laps, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for putting in all that effort for this yeah. NASCAR podcast. This one specific thing that we talk about. Um, did you watch Kyle Bush going down and hitting Busher and then taking out Austin Dillon? Did you see that? I didn't see that part, no. Right, because they didn't fucking show it. So I had to go oh, back and try to watch these replays. Word. I didn't understand. I don't know what that was about. He just, they were just driving like normal, and Kyle Busch just came down and was like taking them out, and I didn't understand why. So kind of pissed me off because Austin ran a great race at the Daytona 500, obviously got third, was the points leader. As an Austin Dillon fan, I'm very biased. I'm like one of the few actual Austin Dillon fans. So that kind of pissed me off, but let's talk about the race. Did you think it was a good race? Did you like this race? Did you like the, are they calling it a Roval or is that just for Charlotte? Do they just call this a road course or? I think that's just for Charlotte thing. I don't know that I've heard some people call it a Roval, but NASCAR themselves, I haven't heard them call it a Roval. Charlotte was good Uh, to like trademark that then. Cause that's a cool name. yeah. Yeah. No, I did watch the race. Um, as far as what is it, was it a good race? It was a really good road race from what I thought. Um, now, my issue with road races the last few years is it's not always good racing. I mean, we had really good racing at the end with Bell and Logano, um, but usually it's we're watching for the mistakes and for the people to run off the track, and that's the kind <laughs> yeah. of shit that I don't like with road course racing. Right. And we're not watching for the racing. We're watching for the wrecks, you know, it seems like. I think more so than just watching for the Rex is like you said, watching for mistakes. Um, yeah. That seems to be a real thing with road course racing. Whereas like super speedway racing, everyone gets excited about the Rex because they're big ones with road racing. It almost seems like everyone's just slipping on bananas half the time. They're just not making yeah. turns. Uh, yeah. This race. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it wasn't like that. It was actually a pretty good race. There was obviously some boring parts um, when somebody was just leading, like Chase was leading or Logano's leading, and you're kind of like, okay, are we going to get another caution or not? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of overall racing, that's two road course races at Daytona that have actually been good. Well, did you watch The Clash? Did you think yeah. The Clash was good? Well, or do that's you think the it argument. just had a good finish? Right, that's, that's the yeah. argument. So I will say, though, and maybe this is some philosophical thing. Um, looking back at the clash, I remember it being a good race. But during the race, I remember thinking, this isn't a very good race. But I think because the end was so exciting, now I look back on it and I'm like, you know, that was pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I think we kind of get, oh, it's almost like a nostalgia feeling, right? Oh, the good old days, right? We even get that with like certain races. Like if you ask someone about the 98 Daytona 500, they're going to say that was a great race. But if you actually watch that race, it sucked ass until like the last 20 laps. Interesting. Like I have not seen one person that will watch the first 180 laps of that race and be like, man, this is really great racing. Like it just, it sucked. But now we look back on it because Earnhardt won. We're like, oh yeah, that was, that was pretty damn good. Right. Which, right. You know, it's fair. And I kind of think we're getting that with the clash now too. Um, Cause the first half of that race was, I mean, in my opinion was pretty, pretty bad. It was boring. Um, 
Yeah. But like you, you know, like you said, once we got to the end with, you know, Truex was leading for a while and then, you know, he had something happen. And then the finish, you know, last little finish was great. Yeah. Chase going hard, well, taking out his buddy. Luke, I, I'm um, biased because I'm a Blaney fan. I can't be I a Blaney finish. fan. Yeah. You remember that, right? Last year. Was that yeah. a year or two ago? When, when me and him kind of got into it on Twitter and then his fans spent like an entire weekend attacking me on Twitter. Yeah. And I, I was actually a Blaney fan <laughs> until then. So now, unfortunately, I can't be. I'd like to be, but I can't. Yeah. I have, I have a moral code. Well, see, I've got that same situation with Austin Dillon because I was, you know, kind of talking shit about him one day on Twitter, and he jumped in there. So, wait, you know, really? I feel that? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what happened? Ago, I, I didn't, say, I didn't yeah. know this. I was, someone was arguing with me about Austin Dillon, and this was before he won like the 500 and everything like that. Like he had the mm-hmm. one win, and I was like, well, look at his stats. Like he's got like four top tens, and like he just sucks ass. And he tweeted at me, and then all of his fans jumped on it and just kind of <laughs> snowballed. I'll have to go back. What did and What did he tweet at you? Do you, Do you remember like? He was, I don't remember. It was, it's been a few years. I'd have to go back and look through it. Yeah. I had no idea. You've never told me this. Yeah. I will yeah, say I've early I've met, days. I've met a lot of drivers. Um, and I gotta say Austin Dillon is actually a really nice guy. I've met him multiple times. I've met his grandfather multiple times. I've met his brother Ty and they're all very nice. Just yeah. that's I mean, my opinion. And I've got nothing personal against Austin. He's definitely grown on me the last last couple of years um, he's looking good this year man and i'm he hoping was, he was looking good last year too for a little while i know right yeah so he, he may it, be it growing into just, his own i was gonna say it might just be a maturity thing that he's like getting more comfortable also i think it's an rcr thing i think their equipment's getting better because i've said that yeah. since day one yeah, rcr yeah. equipment's terrible that's i mean ever since harvick left their equipment really hasn't been the same Really, before Harvick uh, even left, their equipment was bad. And then yeah. Ryan Newman couldn't get a – I think, what did he get? Maybe one win with RCR when he was there? Maybe. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think Austin Dillon had better it. stats than Ryan Newman when they were driving together for, like, four yep. years. So, anyway, this yep. is not a Austin Dillon podcast, I promise. We've just yeah, been better not be. going yeah. off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, I'll lose all of my audience very quickly. Uh, so, anyway, the race overall, though – what would you rate it if you had to give it? Let's do an A, B, C, D score. Um, I'd probably say it was a B race. I think it was pretty damn good. Um, that, wow. Like I said, I, good. for a road course race, I think that was an A. But I'm not the biggest road course fan either. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty pretty good race. Yeah, it's funny. Most people I talk to aren't road course fans, as you know, because you follow me on Twitter. I'm definitely not. But yeah. For some reason on Twitter, it seems like everybody's a road course fan. I guess they're just the loudest that tweet the most. And I don't maybe. get that. I, I think it's that same crowd that joined NASCAR like the last 10 years that thinks that every race needs to be the three wide finishes and road courses. And I mean, I have the opinion that I watch stock cars to go in circles, turn left, go fast, short tracks, you know. It's been my point the whole time. You know, yeah, we have, and we're, we're if I wanted to watch race. road courses, I'd go watch IMSA or IndyCar or Formula yeah, One. Trans Am, they have a series. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's plenty of stock car road course racing that you can still watch. You don't have to watch oh, yeah. NASCAR. No. Yeah, we're in the we're definitely in the same boat there. So I mentioned this earlier. Colton Colton over here doesn't know what Bucky's is. I'm I'm drinking for anyone listening on the audio they can't see me this is a camo bucky's koozie and you said you've never been to you never even heard of bucky's 
No, no, I have. I mean, I grew up in Wyoming and I still live here. And so we don't get a lot of cool shit like that. Yeah. Um, like crackling boiled peanuts, all the Southern stuff. We don't have that up here. Yeah. We have wind. That's <laughs> okay. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, for anyone that doesn't know, if you see me drinking out of this goosey, shout out to Bucky's. Hopefully they sponsor this podcast, but it's essentially the Walmart of gas stations. I mean, they're mega stores and they're incredible. They have barbecue, good food, hunting gear. If you like to hunt. So shout out to Bucky's. If you've ever been to uh, Texas Motor Speedway, there's actually Bucky's right across the street from the track. So if you ever go to a race there, you'll see. I'll have to put that on my list. What races are you planning on going to this year? Are you planning on going to any or is like COVID scared you? Um, well, I mean, COVID really kind of messed me up because I was living in Las Vegas last year. What are you, a pussy? Yeah, well, yeah. You don't think but, you can beat up COVID? I could take COVID. No, well, it's not that. It's it's that my, my work is the biggest issue with it. Hmm. Is because they are super, you know, I want to say regulated, but regulated. Right, um, right. If I go out of state, I got to take a mandatory two weeks off. And it's not one of those things where I could just be like, oh, I went weird. to Laramie this weekend. Because, I mean, word would definitely get out in the big-ass factory. Why can't they just test you? It seems. Uh, yeah, they're they're weird about it. Counterintuitive. Okay. Anyway, yeah. that would make too um, much sense. So, are you planning on going to any races this year? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to go to Dega in the fall, and then I'd also like to hit that second Vegas race. Okay. Cool. Um. So the first Dega coming up. That's the spring Dega, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I have my months. Could be in like late April, no. early May, I think. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try. I think I'm gonna try to go to both Vegas either way. So we'll probably meet up. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm excited for next week for Miami Homestead. It's weird to say that I'm excited for Homestead when it's not like the championship race, but um, I'm just excited to see these guys on an intermediate track because we've seen them on a super speedway. We know anything can happen there. We've seen them on a road course. Usually, it's you know the top few best road course drivers right, you know it's right. going to be like a kyle bush or a trucks jr chase elliott one of those guys kind of competing for it i'm excited to see intermediate because i want to see how these teams are going to compete in intermediate which makes up a majority of the schedule each year and there's just so many changes that have happened over the offseason with new drivers new equipment new teams i'm excited is there anybody that you're kind of keeping your eye on that you've been wanting to watch uh and now you'll be able to see them do something in intermediate uh elephant in the room would be larson um especially going to homestead that's usually one of his best tracks um hell he almost won homestead that year that jimmy won his last championship um so i'll be excited to you know to see him he's gotten the points in every stage so far this year um he got a top 10 in the 500 he's been doing pretty damn good so i'm excited to see him actually get a elbows up and work it around the track Um, he looked good tonight as well he looked really good tonight until he tried that big slider that he threw <laughs> going right. out of the out it was of the close infield. man yeah. what was that around kurt uh for yeah, a second it was close to it was a good move it was ballsy uh didn't pay off for him obviously yeah but i think you're right he is really good in miami and it'll be interesting to see what he does in that equipment being back it's like it's weird it seems like nobody's talking about him almost like they're trying to pretend he doesn't exist right they're, for they're, obvious reasons. especially nascar i think they're trying to sweep him under the rug right now until yeah. they have a reason to talk about him. which is funny because a few years ago he was like the golden boy mm-hmm. you know maybe not a few years ago 
might have been even longer than that, but I feel like before Chase Elliott, you know, Kyle Larson was kind of up and comer. Yeah, uh, he, he came into the, the uh, he came into the Cup Series I think the same time Austin did, right? Like right after Logano, um, yeah, around that time, and Larson was supposed to be like the up and comer, kind of the golden boy for everybody, um, and he was technically considered like the diverse driver then because he's like asian yeah so everyone was like oh diversity yeah how ironic change huh yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i think you're right that'll be interesting my main uh concern with larson is how ugly his fucking car is that's fair the the five car is so bland out there it's almost like the team themselves are trying to not draw attention to Kyle Larson yeah. because yeah, the car is that kind of plain paint scheme. Yeah. They have the five back on the track. I was really excited about that. I was like, hell yeah. You get this car back on the track. It'll be cool to see. And it's the most boring car on the track. It's driving me crazy. Um, I guess it works. Yeah. They're trying to sweep him under the rug. The guy I'm interested in seeing is a guy that I've talked a lot of shit about for other reasons, but it's Bubba Wallace. Um, My problem with Bubba Wallace is not, you know, the whole racial thing. I don't care. I stay out of all that stuff. My problem is just that people just hyped him up really early. Uh, I get he has a good personality. He's charismatic, all this. But people hyped him up so much. NASCAR loves him. They hype him up. And he just hasn't proven anything. Uh, So I've always been a doubter of his. I was a doubter when he went to this new team. I was like, I don't know why Michael Jordan would have this guy as your driver for one car and a one car team, um, especially when Denny Hamlin's like a part owner. I'm like, Denny, why aren't you just driving this car? Right. But, right. Um, I will say though, these last two races, I've kind of, I had to kind of question myself. And I said, before the season started, I said, I'm open to being wrong here. Maybe it really was the equipment and the situation. And maybe he is a great driver. Um, yeah. and well, I mean, there has I been Eric moments. Jones is, Eric Jones is a kind of a good foreshadow of, you know, anything to come. I mean, we haven't heard much about him the last couple of weeks. He would have been right up there this week. I know. And I've all, actually always liked Eric Jones. I thought Eric Jones was a really talented driver. I was surprised they got rid of him, but now, um, you know, probably a good move <laughs> after today. Yeah. It looks like that was the right move. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm open to being wrong about Bubba. I don't personally have an issue with Bubba. I just think I, I compared him, I think last season to Danica Patrick in the sense that he gets a lot of big sponsors, a lot of people love him, and he hasn't produced anything. And I just don't really like that for some reason. Um, I guess it really doesn't affect me at all. I probably shouldn't care. But I like getting into Twitter arguments and being called racist all the time. So that's that's it. Hey, um, y'all got to have a hobby. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, I think we'll see how he does on an intermediate track. It seems like he has really good equipment actually it looks like that team has put together a good car and he has looked good in both races at times um and he's fucked up and i mean i don't know did he fuck up at daytona 500 he said he had to pit late because he said there was a vibration in the car i don't know if that's necessarily on him yeah that one's hard to say um they did say he did have a loose wheel um so i mean throw that one either way but i thought he looked right. really good in the 500 i thought he was patient when he needed to be aggressive when he needed to be and he was there oh, to help have, out denny at the end you have to remember he got second for richard petty in the yeah. daytona 500 his rookie season so obviously he can do well at the daytona yeah. 500 i think more so him running he i mean i think a few times he was in the top 10 today in the road course 
Yeah. Uh, I believe I saw him right around there, like most of the race. And I was like, okay, he actually is doing good. But apparently what was that? Like two to go, but he spin out or something. Yeah. Well, and he locked up his brakes super bad in the chicane once and mm-hmm. had, to, had to pit, you know? Um, so, I mean, and that's, that'll come with, you know, with more experience on the road courses. I mean, I bet right. he hasn't even started eight road course races in his career, you know, in the cup series. So when you yeah. look at guys like Truex and Hamlin, you know, who have had way more starts, you know. Yeah, it's usually more be the experienced guys. Yeah. 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 So, so far I've been questioning my take, which I tend to not do because I've seen bits of talent from him this season already that I was kind of surprised by. So, yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how he's able to do this I guess was it next weekend? This weekend? What what do we count that as? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, I think it'd be next weekend. The next race. Yeah. Um, in Miami, it'll be interesting to finally see everybody on an intermediate track. I think that more so than any race we've had this season is going to show us what the season's going to look a little bit more like. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Exonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Exonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Um, we'll start to see who kind of has the better cars, who's going to be the most patient drivers, um, who's going to take care of their equipment. Um, so it, it'd be really cool to see. And I'm like, like you said, I'm really excited to get to a, a mile and a half track, which I'd never thought I'd say as a NASCAR <laughs> fan, but uh, it'll, be, it'll definitely be cool to see. What race are you most excited about this year? Ooh, um, I'm very partial to Martinsville. Um, I love Martinsville races every year. Um, probably fall Dega just because I'm going to try to be there. It'll probably be the top of my list. Okay. What about the new races? What do we have? Nashville, Coda, uh, and Austin. And then we have Dirt Bristol. Dirt Bristol, Road America. Um, I got issues That's with right. dirt, dirt Bristol. It's really cool to see them I think go everybody on dirt does. tracks. <laughs> but it, uh, they sh- there's hundreds of dirt tracks they could have picked. You know, they could have gone to Volusia. Um, they could have gone to the Charlotte dirt track right outside the Speedway there. Um, so it, it dirt bristol is what it is it'd be cool to see him race on it um but i'm not terribly overly excited about that one i mean i think a lot of people are aren't excited about it i think let's just like take the win where we can get it and nascar is willing to try something new i agree 
they probably just should have went to a dirt track and like given yeah. some a, a local track somewhere something um there was no need to use bristol again for this but yeah. i think it's kind of cool that they're willing to mix it up at least this year uh, for as much as i hate how much road courses they added to the schedule i'm like well i mean they're trying shit they're trying these stock cars on dirt which i think will be <laughs> probably insane probably even terrible but hell yeah. kyle larson will probably get a win yeah i mean to be honest i don't even know what to expect with dirt bristol um you kind of see how the truck races go and you get a few like i don't say no name guys but you get a few of those lesser known guys up front and uh, but stock cars are so much different than those trucks you know yeah yeah i mean the weight trucks can get so much more loose on the back yeah um all i know is that kyle larson knows how to drive on dirt yeah larson if i'm a betting man yeah if i'm a betting man already i'm probably putting money on kyle larson yeah. when it comes to hell, even stenhouse as much as i hate that dude he's that's probably true. gonna be up there yeah that's true that's really his bread and butter is dirt um yeah. so you hate ricky stenhouse oh man with a passion i don't know i had it as my twitter banner for a little while when i went to the dagger race in 19 i was flipping off ricky's car <laughs> oh i do remember that yeah is yeah. it okay so is it his him personally his attitude or just that he wrecks people both combination of both i mean i oh, to wow. be fair i didn't like him in the bush series either because he wrecked so goddamn much mm-hmm. um i think he needed to mature before he got pushed up as soon as he did um and now especially you know everyone kind of has this this stigma against him oh ricky's out in the super speedway you know we're gonna have at least three big wrecks right you know he's he's calmed down a little bit last two years but he's still isn't my favorite i was gonna say we're two races in i don't think he's caused one yet so that's probably a record well, for him i mean darlington last year didn't help him out any no spinning no. out off turn two yeah right yeah um we'll see I, i'm like i said i'm excited that nascar's willing to try things like dirt um i'm not excited at all for coda which is ironic because i live here in austin and so i'm just going to be able to like drive to the track for once in my life because i'm definitely yeah. one of that race uh i don't think it's going to produce good racing i don't think it makes any sense at all i've been against no. it since day one um but uh, I, I am excited for Nashville. I think that's probably the one I'm most yeah. excited about as an addition. Yeah, it'll be cool. I They went to the wrong Nashville. Um, but it'll be cool to get another oval track on there. I mean, I don't think they've added a oval track. Explain. What do you mean they went to the wrong Nashville? Oh, they should have put the money into the fairgrounds, man. Hmm. I think they're trying to kind of bait the, the Nashville audience before they put serious money into the fairgrounds. Because um, I do think that that's their overall goal kind of seeing some of the twitter rumors um but i don't know the 1.3 the concrete track yeah the concretes it'll be interesting concretes for sidewalks yeah yeah i mean i think they're just they wanted to get to the city of nashville yeah and being so i think the banquet there that's right they did the last like two c the two years or whatever they've they've been pushing for nashville so yeah i think they're just like getting whatever they could take at that point just to yeah. get into nashville um, and it makes sense but i think we're going to see another kind of early kentucky kind of race in there um kind of pretty strung out you know i mean it's basically a mile and a half you know it'll, it'll be interesting to see yeah so how are you feeling about the schedule as a whole then i like the amount of changes that they're willing to put in um they're finally getting to where they're actually listening to the core of the fan base you know saying we had the same schedule for what 15 17 years where they just kind of shuffled a few dates around right yeah um so it's cool that they're mixing it up um 
you and Dakota hit on it last week um, and we kind of touched on it, but man, there's, there's getting to be too many road courses for my liking. Um, yep. But if it produces good racing, maybe, you know, next year they'll take off a couple of the road courses that didn't do so good. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a good point. Actually. I haven't even thought about, maybe this is kind of a tester. Um, they throw a bunch of road courses yeah. out, see what produces good racing, see what doesn't, and they kind of shuffle it around. I'd be okay with that. If that's what they're doing, it's not like they, you know, would be transparent about what they're doing, but uh, that would be a good outcome for this. And I think there's, you know, there's other tracks like Rockingham that they, I think should consider yeah. adding. Yeah. Um, Rockingham's a really big one. I don't know what they're waiting on for Rockingham. Do you know anything I've heard about that? The track's probably going to need to be repaved, um, which is one of the big ones. Um, and then you guys mentioned the grandstands. I don't think that's a main issue. Um, I think that all the, the stuff in the infield, the garage will need to probably be redone, um, or at least remodeled. Um, a lot of the stuff, I mean, you got to think the last time they raced at Rockingham was 2004. Um, so think of all the new stuff that they have at tracks with, you know, telemetry and whatnot. They don't have monitors. like local races there or anything. It's just, they didn't, I want to say a truck race probably 10 years ago there, but like even outside of NASCAR, just like local oh. stuff. I don't think so. I think they oh, ran. Wow maybe an ARCA race there too, within the last six years. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Run late models or anything on it. I went there um, last year. I was just driving by, decided to kind of take the long way just to go by Rockingham. And I mean, it was all lit up. It all looked nice. And like people were still like maintaining the property very well. That's what surprised me. I was like, it's got to still be in use, but I guess yeah. not. I don't know. And maybe they run tests and stuff like that out there. Um, I mean, it's not far from Charlotte. No. So it would, it would make sense that they run a few tests out there for, you know, short track packages and whatnot. Yeah. It's really close to, it's like in between Charlotte and Darlington almost. Um, yeah. So it's right there. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, so far this season, I think has been good. Greatest season ever. Like their little slogan. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold marketing statement that they yeah. decided to go with. Well, well, on that topic, what do you think was the best season that NASCAR's ever had? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, what was it, 2001? Was that a really good one? 2011? 2011 yeah. was good. That was the year after I graduated high school. I think 98 is kind of the consensus, right? Everybody would agrees with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we'd have to do a Twitter poll. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm real partial to 2011 and 2001. Um, you know, I mean, we had a lot of really great racing, a lot of different winners, um, a lot of big headlines, you know, Furniture Row getting their first win was one right. that sticks out. Um, so I'm, pr I'm probably pretty partial to 2011. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was obviously a great one. I think it would come down to probably like five seasons that everyone would be able to agree on. Yeah, um, 92 is probably in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of greatest of all time, have you been watching The Crew on Netflix? I, I checked out the first episode. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch any more than that yet. Um, I might kind of fill in, you know, kind of get that rest of that first season out of the way here and there. Um, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I took a Twitter poll and I was like, I don't have power yet, but when I get it, 
which I watched the crew and um, it wasn't a big victory, but people voted yes. So I was like, all right, I'm watching the crew, even though it looks bad. Um, and it is not great. No, <laughs> I'll put it that way. Um, I put it on. I finished the whole series. Apparently I didn't even realize it until, you know, Netflix starts recommending other shit afterwards. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah. it. Uh, Cause I've just been like editing and doing things on my computer while it's been on in the background. So to be fair, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it. Uh, there was a few parts that I actually laughed at one in particular was with Austin Dillon and Ryan Blaney. Did you see that episode? Mm-mm. So they'll have Ryan Blaney, oddly enough, is kind of a reoccurring character. He comes in a, quite a few times in the show. He's uh, almost like a comedic villain. And they're at this restaurant that they always go to. And Ryan Blaney and Austin Dillon are eating together, eating wings or whatever. And they're talking shit with, what is the guy's Kevin Smith? That's the, isn't that the name of the actor? Oh, Kevin James. Kevin James. Who's Kevin Smith? Yeah. Who's, that's Kevin the comic Smith book guy. Was the, that's the comic, yeah, the James. Yeah, the, yep, right. yep, yep. Kevin James. Um, they're, you know, talking shit to each other. And Kevin James is like, Hey, Austin, why don't you come over here and get a stool? If you're going to like talk to my face. <laughs> Because he's like, he's like, you have to be over five, three to like talk shit. And I was like, that's actually really funny. And Austin Dillon was like, that's Daytona 500 winner, Austin Dillon, buddy. And then Ryan Blaney's like, I wish we could just finish one meal without you reminding me that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was actually pretty funny. That, that was some good NASCAR like humor. Dillon move. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like that's actual NASCAR humor. These, these yeah. two drivers. So there was a couple parts that I chuckled. Uh, it's a show that, if you want, you could probably put on the background while you do other things. There's NASCAR references. Um, so you yeah. might appreciate that as a NASCAR fan. That's about the extent yeah. that I could say good things for yeah. it. It's, it's probably like, I don't even want to say like eastbound and down to like baseball fans, but. Not even close because eastbound and down is an incredible show. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what, exactly what I'm saying. But like, it's not super serious into the sport um like you said it does have references and it kind of right that's a good point based yeah. around the sport mm-hmm. um but i mean they could have gotten so much more simple shit right um they have cole custer in there and it just reminded me how fucking awkward cole custer is oh dude he, he has this weird like neck lean yeah like, he comes okay. in for like one line with ryan blaney and ryan blaney is like really good on camera like for some reason he's probably gonna try to be an actor or something and he walks in with Cole Custer and he's just like cheesing the whole time because he's like on camera. He's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Cole Custer. And then like walks off and I was like, oh, Jesus, dude. I can't wait till Cole Custer becomes a meme. He's going to yeah. do something super awkward or embarrassing. and Right. He's so awkward on camera that it's almost entertaining. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know why his PR people were like, you should definitely be on the show. You're great on camera. Read a script. Yeah, that's perfect for you, dude. That's awesome. That's what you should do. Um, So, yeah, there's drivers in it. Um, Austin Dillon's in it uh, a couple times, I think. All the fire suits also behind the boss is all Austin Dillon fire suits. So I'm guessing RCR had something to do with the show. And then Ryan Blaney's in it a whole lot. Um, Stuart Haas Racing is in it, like, as a team. So, yeah, there's a lot of NASCAR stuff. I'm sure NASCAR paid to make the show in general. So Yeah. Yeah, they probably partnered with Netflix to do it. 
so I saw a tweet and I almost want to like find the tweet just to make sure that I give this person recognition um, for not stealing their, their topic as I discuss it on my podcast. But who, who is this? Um, Dab for Dale. Do you follow Dab for Dale on Twitter? Yeah. Pretty, pretty good yeah. Twitter account. Yeah, he tweeted, um, which real-life team do you think has the most similar situation in the crew? And I was like, that's actually kind of an interesting topic. I don't know if you've watched enough of the crew to say anything, but it's a you know, one-car team. Um, they're, yeah. They get excited about a top-10 finish. to back of the pack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, man, that's a tough one. I almost want to say RPM, just kind of right off the rip, um, just because they don't—they don't usually have good finishes. That was um, literally what I, I said. That was my response. Really? I swear oh. you're just following my Twitter account or something. No, well, I do follow, um, it, but yeah, that's exactly what I said. Actually, I said, yeah, RPM. N- number one, it's a it's a single car team. Number two, the owner was a previous driver that wears a cowboy hat, which is just like the show. And uh, they have, you know, a young, talented driver that's just in bad equipment that they get excited about a top 10 finish. It's RPM. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that would make sense, especially if NASCAR had something to do with the series. You might as well base it on your, you know, the most successful driver ever. Right. Yeah, because I think, if I remember correctly, the team owner used to be a pretty – he was a driver, big shot, rich guy now, wears a cowboy hat, you know, all that stuff. when I watched the first episode that came to my mind was uh, Morgan McClure, that four car, because hmm. they do mention that they had some success, you know, in the nineties, you know, and they came and they won Daytona and, you know, Morgan McClure was kind of hitting this for a little while. Yeah. You know what? That's actually not a bad point either. Uh, Cause they do mention how they used to be good and they've fallen off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You could almost even put Roush in there then if that's. Yeah. The yeah. route we're going. Oh man, poor Roush. Yeah. Man, I feel yeah. so bad. They went from five cars to now two mid-pack right. cars. Yeah, a lot of people were comparing um Austin Dillon and RCR to it. Uh, yeah. I, I can see some of the comparisons, but I was like, it's a two-car team, it's a little bit bigger, they have big sponsors. Um, yeah, and, and they're they're in the limelight every week, regardless that, of kind of where they finish. Yeah, right. Yeah, they have big sponsors, good branding, stuff like that. So I can see kind of the comparisons like they used to be huge and they've been struggling. Uh, Austin Dillon, you know, is a young talent driver. It doesn't do well. I can see it. But yeah, I think RPM is probably the best one. But yeah, the four is not a bad one either. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Um, What about even the Wood Brothers? Oh, maybe it's Wood Brothers. I mean, it could be. Yeah. It might be Wood Brothers. I think you actually might be on to something here. I think we're yeah, getting I closer mean, they, and closer. They do mention that they came in one Daytona that one time. and Yeah. And they're historically great. Like, they're a historic team, and they're really only relevant just because of history now. Like, right. they can compete some, but, like, everyone just kind of remembers them. But same with RPM. I mean, the only reason people care yeah. about it is because the paint scheme in the 43. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like Wood Brothers. But Wood Brothers, yeah. I think, is probably at least more competitive. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask one of those creators. Maybe tweet at him. You know, the writer was tweeting at me. Really? Yeah, should I tweet at him while we're recording this podcast? Yeah. Let's see. 
while you're doing that, I'm going to finish my beer. No, you have to keep talking while I do this. You have to entertain. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, the weather. While you're doing this, I'm going to bitch about you, about the weather you y'all got in Austin. I'm listening. Man, y'all need to learn how to drive in the ice or something. Okay, go on. Let I, me hear it. I cannot believe that that's <laughs> – I mean, I get the power in the water thing. That That's real bad luck. But, uh-huh. like, you were in snow goggles. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> get a Carhartt. I had a, I was wearing a Carhartt. That was, I was wearing I a Carhartt in the podcast. Oh, I didn't watch it. I just listened to the podcast, so I didn't see what you were actually wearing. Oh, okay, yes. But, man, I mean, we had, while you all were suffering with 30-degree temps, we had negative 40. 30, first of all, it was 20s. Oh, my bad. 20s. Yeah, um, yeah but y'all and, are used to that. Y'all grow up in that. That's different. I don't know. You don't really get used to it. You You're don't more used, used to it than we are. It comes every year 40 for you. Below. It comes every year for you. People up here have never been in weather that cold ever in their entire lives. Yeah. I get it because of the humidity. Like you guys, when it, the humid cold is way colder than a dry cold. But man. But y'all don't drive on snow and ice. Y'all shovel that shit out. Y'all have snow oh, plows. Y'all have salt. Maybe y'all yeah. drove in Denver where they take care of the roads. You Man. okay? So you can when you're out there after it snows, you can't see any road. No, bullshit. Not in Cheyenne, bro. I will take a picture next time. Bullshit. Please take a picture. I want to yeah. see. I want to see when you're I, driving I will send it to through you. your city, yep. through the city, and yep. you can't see roads. It's all yep. covered you in snow see, and ice. You can see a, a lip of the curb on the side of the road. You cannot see lanes. You can't see roads. If there's a split where the lanes change off, you can't see that. We couldn't see any of that. Here, let me show you. I took a picture. Actually, my I wife just, took a I almost want to drive down to Austin and just drive in that weather next time you get it, just to flex on everyone. I mean, we'll never get it again. That's the thing. That's the whole I don't point. Know. You guys have been a... getting it more recently, last few years. Yeah, but never like that. We'll get like a little bit of snow and then it ices over because it melts and then re ices, freezes at night, but never like that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. All right, look. This is South Congress. This is downtown Austin, Texas. No curb, no nothing, no lanes. That's all That's, snow and ice. It's what it looks like. Yep. When it no, snows here. You're yep. a fucking liar. You I couldn't take a picture. You couldn't go up hills. You couldn't turn. Everything, everybody slide. Yep. No, I will tell you, I drove on that in the interstate one time when I was driving back from Douglas. I got to like Glendale. Yeah, they tried Wyoming. to drive on the interstate and there was a 120 car pileup and like five people died. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that happens no, here too, not, man. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all get used to it. Y'all are prepared for it. Y'all <sighs> put chains on your cars and tires and shit and all that bullshit. People here wheel drive or a rear wheel drive in their entire life. Well, my wife has a Wrangler, so we put it in four wheel drive. Oh man, you guys! That's you why I was able to good. drive around. I mean, I, I drove around fifteen hundred rear wheel pickup. Okay, pickups are the worst thing in snow and ice. Yeah. I, I don't believe you. I don't think, I think you would have All been right. struggling out here too. All right. Well, podcast listeners, follow me on Twitter at Cranmore Colton. I'm going to tweet the next time it snows and show y'all what it looks like when it snows here. Yeah. Let me they see don't, it. I mean, to be fair, if you all have ever been to Colorado or Kansas or Nebraska, they take care of their roads when it snows in Wyoming. They just don't give an absolute shit. They just, ah, the cars will melt it. I, I don't believe you. All right. All right. Well, I'll tweet at you. We'll, we'll keep this one going. Let's see. I'm still trying to find this motherfucker. Man, um, we've had a good number of beefs last few years. The sitcoms. What, what was sitcom? What beef do we have there? Remember? Oh, man. I don't remember. We were arguing on Twitter about it. Because I think Himium is a really good sitcom. And you think The what Office was? is really good. How I Met Your Mother. And that's how I feel about The Office. It's a really good sitcom if you're a 13-year-old girl. That's a great sitcom. And I'm sure it's great if you don't have a I'm sure my nieces and nephews love that show just like (laughs) you do. Um, The Office is for adults because Uh, it's about a fucking office where people work. Yeah. Maybe the great one of the greatest of all time. Seinfeld's probably number one. Office is probably number two. If we're if we're counting, it's always sunny as a sitcom. That's probably two, but um how i met your mother is seinfeld how i met your mother friends is at the bottom of the fucking list i'll agree with friends um and then the crew is somewhere in there right next to how i met your mother oh man you're killing me here same laugh track Uh, all right well laugh track i found him i found him what What should i tweet did y'all what should i tweet help me did you base the team around an actual NASCAR team? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Podcast question. Should I say like live podcast question since we're doing this live? Yeah. Yeah. Get that urgency in there. Live podcast question. Did y'all base the crew on any real life teams? All right, here we go. Let's see. Last time he tweeted back at me like quick twice. So, huh. hopefully, yeah, we'll see. I just quote tweeted one of his responses to me. So maybe that'll be a little more urgent. That'd be cool if we got a response while we're recording that episode. Yeah, live air. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be dope. Um, what else is there to talk about? What else were we going to discuss? Uh, did you watch the Xfinity race? I could lie and say I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about during the Xfinity race from my point of view. Ty Gibbs Look, got the win. I cool. like truck racing. I like Xfinity racing. Normally, I watch them. This weekend, two of my best friends, back-to-back birthdays, Friday and Saturday night. It happens every year, and it's always that you know same weekend. So I've been going out every night, you know, close to 30 now, it's putting a strain on my body. Just doing this alone is like difficult right now, but I'm powering through it. So no, I haven't kept up with Xfinity or truck. Thankfully, Sunday, I always set aside for cup series, but 
if anything crazy happened, why don't you let me know? Because I'm just now like catching up on social media. Yeah, uh, the only real thing that happened in Xfinity that I think is worth noting is the the Ty Gibbs got the win in his first National Series start. Um, that was pretty damn cool. He beat Austin Cindric, Um, and they he raced it for him. He didn't get handed the win. He raced he raced Cindric pretty damn good for it. Cindric's um, good. Cindric's Cindric's really good. Um, other than that, Truck Series was a wreck fest last few laps. Um, I think they went into like three overtime just because people kept parking it in the wall. What was so? This is Ty Gibbs's first Xfinity win, right? Yep. Um, was he in trucks last season, or was he wasn't he racing he was Xfinity last season? He did part time in Arca. That's right. That's right. Like yeah, because I remember I remember the podcast talking about Ty Gibbs last season. Um, because we I think we probably talked about him when he got his first win in Arca. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think his grandpa was actually there, like in his mom and stuff. Now, now it's all coming back to me. Yeah. And Arca actually had, especially last year or two years ago, has had some real some real competition in it. So, yeah. Yeah, well, they got that Sam Mayer. He's doing pretty good. Um, he's always kind of a main name there. They had Haley last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about Haley Deegan? Um, man, I don't know. Personally, I don't care about all her shit about everybody getting mad at her over whatnot on social media. I, I don't even know what people were mad at her about. I saw they were like trying to cancel her over some shit. I don't know. I could yeah. care less. Um, as a driver, I think she has a lot of potential. She seems very talented. Uh, she probably just needs to, you know, mature a little bit in terms of her racing. And I think she has a lot of potential though. Yeah. Did you watch, well, did you watch the truck race at Daytona? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't think she did too bad in that one. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when you watch her, you see her make some really good moves. And I think she has good instincts when it comes to racing. I think she's been racing her whole life. So like I said, I think she has a lot of potential. She just kind of needs to mature and get older and, you know, get a good feeling for the car. And I think her dad, I think her dad's like technically her manager or something. Um, I think that's been good for her because any interview I hear from him, he talks about how they're not rushing her. They're going to try to make sure that she's able to race in like all the series and stuff. Um, yeah. Because, you know, he's professional. He knows how, how it works. So yeah, I mean, in the next like 10 years or something, that's who we might be talking about. But I think, I, I think it's good that they're not trying to rush her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. Um, she has every once in a while little flashes of greatness. Um, but I think the maturity is definitely something that's going to have to evolve. I mean, as a, any young driver. Right. You know. But I, I got to give it to her, like her ballsiness. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She ain't afraid to race with the For boys. a little teenage girl, you would think the problem would be she's, like, not ballsy enough. She's not putting it where it needs to go. But she's the opposite. She's fearless. Yeah. Um, and I think I'd rather have a driver be fearless and kind of, you know, mature them and pull them back a little bit than too scared to make any moves. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I said, almost I, like a Daniel Hemrick situation. Yeah, poor Daniel Hemrick. Yeah, <laughs> poor He's had Daniel such Hemrick. Luck, but I mean, part of it's his fault. I mean, in the Bush race this week, he was the first one to lift and to let someone into a corner, and that—that's his main issue. Is he just doesn't stick it in there as hard? Yeah, he. he the one season he was in Cup, I don't know the last time a team pulled up a guy for one season just to drop him. <laughs> I mean, that was. 
RCR was ruthless about that, but yeah. um, he did nothing. And I couldn't blame RCR for it. And I, I didn't, I was excited when he got pulled up to cup series, but he didn't do anything. He didn't look like he was ever going to do anything. And they had Tyler Reddick sitting right there, ready to go. So yeah. I didn't blame RCR for making that move. Yeah. I think Tyler Reddick, I guess kind of like Haley Deegan, I think he's a ballsy driver with a lot of talent that just needs to mature into it. Um, and in a couple seasons, we could be talking about him as a potential champion or whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, Hemrick's never won a NASCAR race, right? Any NASCAR sanctioned race, never won. I mean, you know what? I, I want to act surprised, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I believe I, it. But this, his style of driving, I'm sure he has plenty of top fives and top tens. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, he's too conservative. He's too nice. Yeah. He's not going to be the ballsy guy that's going to put his car where it needs to be for a win. Yeah. He's like which, a, almost like an early Truex. I know, but with yeah. not as much talent. Truex is just... Right. Truex is, I mean, Truex is still kind of like that in a sense where he'll... After a race, if he gets turned, he acts tough, but then never goes never, back to yeah. get anybody back again. Yeah. Um, well, it was like Martinsville a few years ago, right? Like he won the race, but he didn't win the damn war. And then exactly to just turn Joey, didn't even touch him. Yeah. Poor Truex. He's just too yeah. nice. Um, lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I think the, the way I met you was obviously via Twitter. Or hell on earth, as I call it. Um, I met you through, you know, NASCAR Twitter or whatever. And you used to be, you used to like beef with people. You used to have a little bit hotter takes. And I feel and like I you've mellowed do. out. What's happened? Well, I work a whole whole lot now. Usually my, my worst takes would come after about eight o'clock when I'd get five, six, seven beers in me. It's like, well, fuck it. Let's see if this sounds I call good. those your pest takes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did too. But uh, no, I work super early in the morning now. So it's super hard to get off work and go on Twitter and try to argue with people. Because don't get me wrong. I love it. I love pissing people off on Twitter. It is my absolute favorite. Um, Here's what I remember. I, I remember a guy that tried to set up an actual fist fight with Darian yes. from Black Flags Matters, which I said I was going to. I was going to fund. I was willing to like fly him out there and fund this thing. And now you're the guy that's just like, if you don't like Bubba Wallace, then you're a loser. And I'm like, you're just as bad as all of them now, man. Well, no, what happened I, to that edge? I never, I never said that. Yeah. That's the type of shit. I feel like you, you, you lost the edge. No. Well, I mean, I, I'd, I'd still fight Darian fucking. Oh yeah. Darian's listening to this fucking square up, bro. Like I even flew out to Vegas and meant, uh, like tweeted at him. I remember that. Yeah. I think I messaged him too. Yeah. And was like, Hey dude, like send me an address. Like, let's fucking go at it. And yeah. Cause he, what he, was that? He said he was, he was making fun of rednecks he, and you as a redneck. Well, he said got something about the, the people in the stands at Dega that were, you know, Chase Elliott took the lead and they all like shook their beers and threw it. And then he wanted to act all tough and be like, man, I'll be throwing hands in that section. Like, bro, like there's a lot of rednecks in there. Like you might want to be careful. And then he goes, Oh, you mean the inbred section? And then all his little, little minions and henchmen came at me 
And that's when I was like, all right, dude, like fucking square up. Like, so you just had to become the savior for the inbred hillbillies. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. 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 Dems my people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I ain't got Um, a sister, but. So are you cool with him or are you like. I still haven't talked to him. Nope. I don't follow him on anything. I don't watch his videos on YouTube specifically for that reason. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's got good, good content, but I will not support him until, until he kind of steps up, puts the chest out. I'm naturally against anyone that's been just so overly promotive of Bubba Wallace. And that's not because I'm some like racist boomer. It's because, like I said previously, how I feel just like how I didn't like Danica, how I don't like drivers that I just don't, they haven't done anything in the league. So anytime there's a content creator or somebody that's just like, you know, Bubba all the way. If you don't like Bubba, then you're a racist. You're wrong. Blah blah blah. I'm just instantly like turned off by that type of person. Yeah. So, no, and that's fair. And my issue with people who bash Bubba, like you, and then Jacob and Trekken, are probably two of the best people that I know about this. Like you just Jacob. don't like Bubba because he's he's Bubba, right? But I the the shit you see on Twitter, it's like you know, with the fucking the the knot in the garage loop was a big one. But I don't see this stuff. Like, I don't know who you follow. I genuinely, I'm not just saying, I genuinely don't see it. All I see. Maybe I just follow people who piss me off. Maybe. Because all (laughs) I see is support of of Bubba. And I'm the opposite. It gets annoying. If I didn't see all that support of Bubba stuff, um, I probably wouldn't have any problem with the guy. I'd probably be cheering for him to win. It's it's just been annoying me that if I tweet something bad about Bubba, people will, will be in the replies. And yeah, we'll you know, no other that. driver is quite like that. Uh, maybe Chase Elliott, but that's just kind of oh, funny, man. Because there's nothing, poll. there's nothing bad to say about Chase Elliott himself. Really, he seems like a very nice guy. He's a oh. really good driver. He's leading NASCAR, you know, as the next superstar. So personally, I have no problem. But it's just kind of funny to troll those people. Yeah, um, just no, the I dog a dog on Chase Elliott. Of, I think like a week, week and a half ago, maybe about who was the worst fan base in NASCAR. And yeah, Elliott won. That was yours. Very- slim margin over Bubba I still think Bubba should have won that was your poll I remember that and I I think I made a good point I was just like you know the Elliott fan base has just gotten too big that you're gonna get those obnoxious people but yeah in terms of Chase Elliott himself he deserves the fan base I mean he won a championship he is he's won the fan favorite vote every year you know he is gonna be the superstar he's Dale Jr. of today um so he he I mean he's earned it and um with Bubba, he hasn't, and that's what bugs me. Is I'm just like, why yeah. is does he have this huge fan base? I mean, I know why, but it's just kind of annoying. I'd rather focus on the racing. Um, I yeah. remember the days when it was the Kyle Bush versus Joey Logano fan base. What was the worst? And you don't even think yeah. about them anymore. Well, Logano's fan base is up there too, but I think he's lost quite a bit of his fan base last few years. Also, he's not quite as bad as he used to be. I'll give no. him that. He no. really isn't. And it's probably maturity. You know, he's getting older now. He's been in the league yeah. for a long time. Um, he's not as bad. And I, I was talking about this in the last episode with Dakota. And we were like, do we still hate Logano? I don't know anymore. Because he doesn't like. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, OK, in this race, in the post-race interview, when he was talking, um, I don't know if you watched the post-race interview, but it, it was a really good post-race interview. He was just um, congratulatory for christopher bell for getting his first victory yeah and he, i think he said something like i'm happy for him for his first victory but i'm upset with myself for losing or something and i was like that's yeah. a really good response that's what you should yeah, say you can definitely tell that 
that they've groomed him a little bit, especially he's on matured. the TV side of it. Right. Um, as far as his driving goes, I mean, he's still just throwing as many bad blocks as he can. Yeah, he'll take you out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't yeah. have a problem with that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't and, know. He's one. In terms of driving, I agree. Um, I don't think I'll ever like him because he will. I'll just always do that. But I definitely don't hate him as much as I used to. Uh, and it's been like that yeah. for a lot of drivers. Obviously, I'm still not a fan, fan of Harvick. It's pretty well known that I don't like what? Kevin Harvick. What? But he's almost out of the league, so I don't really care anymore. Man, I can't believe you hate the Harv. You what? Can't believe you hate the Harv. Yeah, I'm like the only person that hates Kevin Harvick. I I've never met are. another person that hates him. Yeah, I think you. Are. I think he's a dickhead. I think he deserves I don't yeah. think he deserves the fans he deserves. I think he's a great driver. He's an incredible driver. Uh well, I did a Zoom meeting with Kevin Harvick in October. Um my buddy Brandon works for a company that has ties. I think with I remember Exxon. you tweeting about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got to do a Zoom meeting with him. And he was he was super cool in the meeting. Um, we actually tried to get him out because we race go-karts out here. My dad and a bunch of my buddies. So we tried nice. to get him out and be like, oh, hey, we'll kick your ass in a go-kart. And he just wasn't having it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um yeah, he's one of the best drivers in NASCAR. There's no denying that. Uh, he's probably like top five right now and has been for the past like five years. But yeah, as a person, I think he's a complete dickhead. I think he is all talk. He's never actually been in a fight. He acts tough um, and he provokes other people to get in fights. And I just don't like that. All right. Well, you got to snip this a little bit and then put it on Twitter and we'll tag Dakota in it. I told I Dakota. He, he's a he's a big Harvick fan. I know. I'll fight Dakota about Harvick. I don't care because right, I'm well, the type of guy that's not going to push somebody else <laughs> into fighting. Actually, I won't fight Dakota because I actually like Dakota. But I'd fight Harvick. Hey, match we'll me up with up, Kevin hey, Harvick. We get me and Darian. We'll do you and Dakota. We'll do we'll do a couple different fights. I'll do a there. friendly boxing match if Dakota wants to do that. Yeah. But we have to be friends afterwards. I don't. I, like I said, I actually like Dakota. Yeah. No beef there. But. If you get me with Kevin Harvick, I'll actually try to fight him, but I guarantee he'll just push somebody else into the fight like he did with Brad Kozlowski and Jeff Gordon. I don't know. Younger Harvick would square up. No, he wouldn't. Name one time that he swore up. Name one time, I, and I promise. Ricky Rudd, didn't he jump over Rudd's car? Let's look it up. Or was that Biffle? It was one of the two. He jumped over someone's car and tried to fucking grab their throat, and the crew pulled him oh, back. Somebody jumped over a car at Harvick, I thought, and grabbed him. I think I think it was Biffle because I think he jumped over Biffle's car. Um, okay, there's the other time where he pushed Brad Kozlowski in the back into Jeff Gordon to try to get them to fight. And then yeah, ran but if away. anything, that was Kozlowski because Kozlowski was trying to run away from his fight. Kozlowski was not running away because I'm not I'm not trying to defend Kozlowski, but Kozlowski also wasn't trying to fight. Jeff Gordon came up to Kozlowski and he was standing there face to face, and he obviously didn't want to fight. That's young Kozlowski. Didn't want to fight Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon want, probably wanted to fight. Yeah, as a, Harvick said, handle, handle your beef, dude. That wasn't like going to do it on the track. Handle it was in the pits. None of Harvick's business. He shouldn't have even been there. He pushed I just him. I thought and it was funny. Pushed him and then ran away. Um, he, he's gotten beat up. I'm trying to think of who, who beat him up. Was it Mark Martin? No, Mark oh. Martin wouldn't have done that. Somebody actually beat him up um, when they were in between the haulers. And then um, one time he got into it with Logano, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Pussy ass little Logano and wouldn't even take his helmet off. If you notice, most of the times he doesn't take his helmet off while the other guys will take their helmet off and get in their face. He'll leave his on and back up. And he That's got like a, a Clint Boyer move, right? I'm punching when they're sitting in the car. If you, if, if Joey Logano makes you look like a bitch, that's all I'm saying. You're not tough. You're not tough. It's Joey Logano. That's yeah. the one guy that anybody could push around. Yeah. Well, in the signature Logano, right, is sit and scream and point at you until the crew comes and separates and then you try to get in there. Right. I mean, Tony Stewart hand, knew how to handle that situation. Yeah. But uh, if, we're, if we're talking about fighting, I mean, Tony Stewart's the one guy that, you know, it's I have all respect Tony for. That, and Ricky Rudd. I mean, all Rooster could, could throw him. Tony Stewart, too, is not – he's a small guy. That's why I respect the most. Yeah. Tony Stewart is not big, and he was willing to fight pretty much anybody. I mean, he what was that, like last year that he got into a fight with a fan at a dirt track? Oh, that was a little while. Yeah, maybe it was last year. I yeah, think it like was just like pits. a year ago. Yeah. The guy just like said something to him and he turned around. And he's like, what'd you just he say? He ran around the car yeah, and popped him. Yeah. I'm like, dude, good old Tony Stewart. Yep. Typical Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I miss that attitude. And I'd almost want to piss Tony off just to say I got in a fight with Tony Stewart. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I'd have a chance against Tony. Like I said, I'm, I'm bigger than he is. He's a pretty small guy. Yeah. Well, I think I, I'd have think a, I'd, I could beat him up too. I think I have a pretty good shot against Tony Stewart, honestly. I'm, I'd be pretty confident. I know he'd fight, but I think I could take him. Yeah. Well, he's a little bigger now, a little older. Probably a little slower. Yeah. We should see if we can set this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we need to do. Like, celebrity boxing has become a big thing. I don't know if you've kept up with that. Mostly just YouTubers, like the... Uh, yeah, the, the Pauls. And, yeah. Yeah, Jake yeah. Paul, all them. We need to start, like, a NASCAR boxing yeah just twitter beef yeah and we can get the retired guys that just you know they're looking for something to do um and if you can get kevin harvick involved then i'll give you like 500 dollars that guarantee he would never accept it because he's a coward yeah well that's fair you heard it here first yeah <laughs> i get into twitter arguments about this with people because everyone's like kevin harvick's a badass and i'm always like Okay, show me one time when he was a badass, or are you just gonna send me a bunch of clips of him talking shit to people? Because that's not badass. Yeah. Well, if we're talking friendly beef like you and Dakota, I think we need to get Dalton Good and that Justin Champagne to get in there and square up. Because they they'll beef every once in a while about. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of Erska drivers that are beefing that I've tried to get. We yeah. need to. He's yeah, make that shit. We'll need to go somewhere. Uh, I was going to say we should beat up for a race, but NASCAR would definitely not let us all yeah, brawl. We, 
we'd get kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, Dega, we could probably get away we with it. We just all show up and there's like eight guys just brawling. And they're like, Yeah, we got a whole we, ring set up. We, yeah. We all get arrested and we're just like, no, we're actually all friends. We're really yeah. we podcast together. And they're like, what the fuck was wrong with all of Yeah, you? what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. Oh, we're man. good. Um, yeah, I know me and Dakota are talking about definitely going to Dega this year. So yeah, we'll have to get a whole crew set up for a Dega yeah. race this year for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, not going to go to both. You're just, you're just going to the fall one. No. Yeah. Probably just the fall one. Why? Just Cause I can, well, the way the, my vacation time works with work is I'd have enough built up that week in that fall Dega race to get paid for being at Dega, which is kind of cool. Whereas if I go to the spring one, I might still have to quarantine that two weeks after and lose out on quite a bit. Yeah. Of money. Cause the spring one's in what, like two months. Yeah. I think it's like two months. I think, See, what I'm worried about is I've been planning on going to the spring one and then if I might not be able to make the fall one. So we'll see. But definitely going to go to Talladega this year. I'd like to try to go to Bristol. I wanted to see if I could go to that Bristol dirt race, but it's just coming up in like a couple of weeks. So I don't know if I'll be able to make it. Yeah, that's going to be a hard one to make. Just because it's just such a weird fucking race. It's almost like, why not try to go go to it? Yeah. But yeah. Who knows? No, I feel that. But yeah, Dega would be a really cool cool to go to meet up a bunch of people i mean i know most so, of my twitter buddies are right around that area so as a tradition um which i just started with dakota last episode we're gonna have to go to an intermission and grab a beer we'll come back and chug the beer and then talk for like five more minutes and we'll wrap it up so here we go heading into our intermission now All right, and we're back. Back from intermission. We have Colton over here scared, trying to warm up his beers. You can yeah, see mine's still, out there, mine's still blue. What are, your, oh, what are, you, what are you drinking? Mine's, see if we can get a sponsorship. Too, Bush is more likely to sponsor us since they like, they like NASCAR. Yeah. yeah they well, won, that's why uh, I drink Bush. I, you know what? And I actually respect that. I like the fact that they like NASCAR so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me put the koozie on it. You're going to put a koozie on the beer you're about to chug? Yeah. Why not? Right. I look cool. Look shout cool out to Bucky's. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Bucky's. Another sponsor we're trying to get. Uh, Tracker Boats trying to get that one. Monster Energy, yeah. Coca Cola, AAA, Chevrolet, Dow. We have Real Tree, Goodyear. All of them. We're trying to get them all. Yeah. Yeah, tack them on there. Offer pad if you DBC fans are listening. I've been thinking about um, using because we're you know we're trying to promote the the YouTube channel a lot more now that we're getting into that. Thinking about trying to start doing some skits. So if you have any good skit ideas, probably have a couple. I could send your way. Yeah, yeah, like you know that kid that did the graduation thing, and it was oh, yeah, Elijah. years ago, and it was like the NASCAR, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I just want to thank my sponsors, you know, blah blah blah. Stuff like that, you know, like skits. So yeah, I started doing that at work. My boss would be like, "How how work go today?" Like, yeah, you know, this crown forklift ran really good. I gotta thank my guys for giving me tons of stuff to pull out of the rack. It's great. (laughs) I will say, yeah, the crew uh, did a little skit about that. There, here I am, a guy that wasn't even really necessarily a fan of the show. I keep referencing it. They did a thing. Any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, I mean, hey, he he, uh, their driver got like a top ten finish, and they were interviewing him, and um. 
they're like, so how's the race? And he was about to start answering and the crew chief is like pointing at the sponsor. And he was like, you know, I couldn't have won without, <laughs> he was like, they have a discount right now going on at... and pointing at another one. And he has like the lines in his head. I was like, that's actually pretty good. That is NASCAR to a T. Here we go. All right. So here we go. Um, We'll chug these one last topic, wrap up the episode. And that's going to be, that's going to be a thing for the show from now on. Here we go. One, two, three. All right. Cheers. Ah, ah, can't chug. (sighs) You hear anything? hear anything nope uh, that's it baby man i can't chug it's because i'm a young little young little buck oh Oh, i was better when i was young shake it more let me hear it okay that's good you know what they call that Mm. a healthy drinking problem yeah well it ain't a problem if If uh, it's healthy yeah if i'm enjoying it um all right one last topic what are we discussing here we go hats backwards now it's getting serious it's real talk so you were the second co-host in this game show i'm doing now episode two season three how do you think you you did did, you did the you said you did the best you you know use the best first Mm -hmm. you know Man, Dakota agrees with you a lot. Yeah. What's the most popular show on ESPN? Um, I don't even know anymore. Yep, and Chan is my highest rated. Because they yeah. just fucking argue all the time. We argue enough on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you're making a pretty good argument. Yeah. Again, another Man. arguing. We disagreed, um, what, two or three times already. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like him more, because he always he's like a yes man. I enjoy that. Yeah. But for ratings... That's what we're going to have to see. It's going to come down to the ratings. Um, So your argument for yourself is that you argue with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, not necessarily argue, but we we disagree on a fair amount of topics. Okay. Would you agree he had a better setup than yours? As far as? Like behind you, like your your, uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This was like last minute. kind of. That's the thing. He had a really cool setup. Well, this is this is interchangeable. That's true. That's interchangeable. Like I said, I'm thinking it's going to have to come down to an episode with like final two. And I think I have three or four more to get through. So I'm going to look at the, look at the numbers. I'm a stats guy. Um, Can I ask the audience? Can I put it all together? And I think I'm going to have to do like a survivor thing where it comes down to like the final two. And, um, and then maybe what I'll do if I really want to copy Survivor is have the other co-hosts that didn't make it be the judges and decide. That'd be like Ooh. full-on Survivor. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. yeah and then if I disagree, I just man. do I got, whatever I want. I got but... plenty of shit I can throw up there. Mm-hmm. I can even, well, like, I'm literally sitting on a plastic set of drawers in an office chair right now. I do like the shirt. Like I said before, I own the same one. So that's always a plus. If you have the same shirt as me, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's going to come down. If you make the final two. Well, I don't like your shirt, but that's just because I got beef with Austin Dillon. But you have to admit, I like the design of these like Jersey shirts they got going. The like crew shirts. The the crew. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I I was looking at a couple other drivers, even if that I'm not fans of, because I'm just like, I like their paint schemes and shit because they're dry fit. 
you know if it's if you live somewhere where it's hot these are incredible uh you know i actually got the idea from dave portnoy on barstool really? yeah when he was going to daytona and talladega and all that shit last year when nascar was actually smart with their you know branding um yeah he was rocking this exact same one for like a pizza review and i was like god damn that's a dope shirt and literally that day i just went on to their website ordered the shirt incredible i love it so i think i'm gonna start getting more if i was still a ryan blaney fan i'd probably get his um i like chase elliott's but i can't get his because i don't want to be associated with the fan base now it's unfortunate yeah, no i get i get that yeah. you know my wife likes chase elliott and like as a driver i like him as a person shit he seems cool yeah but i just can't be associated with him it's unfortunate it's kind of like um do you ever watch rick and morty yep yep all okay yeah, so Chase Elliott is essentially Rick and Morty. Yeah, I could I could see that. Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's Rick a and Morty, series, but a hilarious show. Yes, yeah. it is so funny. I enjoy it. Do I tell people about it? No, because the fans are so obnoxious. So I can't acknowledge the fact that I actually like that show. Yep. No, I I feel that that makes sense. All right. So what what shirt should I get then? Who's what other driver? If I'm not going to get Blaney, I'm not going to get Chase Elliott. Uh, who would you say? I don't think they have a Tyler Reddick one yet. I'd probably get that, but I don't think they have one. You need to get some like mid to back of the pack driver that doesn't make a lot of noise. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, they have a Corey LaJoy one. Mm, that's actually not a bad move. Corey LaJoy is not a bad move. Yeah. Um, um, even like, a, I'm trying to think like the FRM guys are kind of, eh. I mean, if Michael McDowell has one for loves, I might rock that now that, that he won the Daytona 500. Yeah. <laughs> that because who hates Michael McDowell? That guy's just yeah. Well, maybe on. Daniel Suarez, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, Big tree fall hard. Yeah, Eric Almarola is not bad because you can't hate Eric Almarola. Yeah. Color color scheme's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, nobody can hate that. It's like Martin Truex Jr. Have you ever met somebody that hates Martin Truex Jr.? Like I've met fans. Have you ever met somebody that's just like fuck Martin Truex Jr.? No. No, I think Almirola is a better example of that, though. I've never met anyone. That's right. Like, Man, that Almirola, he sucks dick. Yeah. I think um, I think Cole Custer is probably going to be like that. Just a guy that, like, people don't hate. Yeah. He's got fans, but, like, nobody actually hates him. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Man, I'm trying to think, like, even, like, a Benedetto one. Matt, Matty D, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Um, Yeah. Austin Dillon's definitely a driver that people hate, though. That's well. I need to pump up my merch too, so maybe I'll look. I like the older shit, like the stuff that like right. kind of looks like it's from the nineties. Right. Uh, well, have you seen my new uh, chair getting shirt? No. Okay, so I just tweeted out. I'm doing a t-shirt giveaway, so you need to hop really? on that. Well, yeah, right now I'm doing are a t-shirt giveaway. Too? Yes, they they are for sale, obviously, but um, I am doing a t-shirt giveaway. So there's the tweet. It's a t-shirt giveaway. Okay. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And so what you have to do is you have to retweet this tweet, and then in the comments you have to just screenshot the fact that you're subscribed to this YouTube channel, and I'm gonna pick a winner at random. Uh, yeah, total giveaway. It's a pretty sweet shirt. I like it. I mean, I designed it, yeah. so I should oh, like yeah. it. You know, yeah, it's dope. it's the '90s retro style stuff. Um, Bro, I'm gonna buy one. Fuck doing that giveaway. I'm gonna buy one. All right, well, get my retweeted anyway, just to get my shit yeah. up. No, I'm a big promo of the chairgating page, dude. Of course. I know you are. Something else I know you got to look into, You're a man. Of the podcast. Someone who's going to promote the podcast. You've always been a friend of the podcast. Yeah. That's why you were here. That's why you're here. Yep. 
you know, you were here on night number two. Technically, you could have been on here night number one. I just started talking to Dakota first. So. Yeah. Well, and Dakota was cool because he went to the 500. Like that was. That's that literally was the reason. The I was like, "You're you're going to be at the yeah. fi- and we were supposed to record it right after, and then obviously all the shit went down here. Uh, so yeah. it was going to be like super you know, fresh. Yeah. I liked his good. fight story of the dude in the the stands. Yeah. Right. That was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And Dakota seems like a big dude. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he. He doesn't seem small, yeah. No, no, he doesn't seem small. I mean, I could take yeah. him, but yeah, well, I could he, take Tony Stewart also. So yeah, yeah, I'm four beers in. I'd probably give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same. You should see my record here. Yeah, all right, man. Well, uh, I think you made a good argument. Hell the yeah. fact that you make arguments. Um, well, good argument. Either way, it was a good time with you, Jake. No, Jake, Matt. Yep. Oh, I keep calling you Jake. Jake the Snake, maybe. Jake the Snake. Should I just start going by Jake now instead of Rattlesnake? Yeah, it's like an alter ego. Like, I go by Lorenzo Von Matterhorn. Damn, that's cool. You have a little bit of my name in it, too. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, I think you made a good argument. I'm glad that you were on for episode two, season three of Cherry Getting Podcast. And we will continue. We're going to drop another episode Wednesday or Thursday, I guess. We're going to record Wednesday. We're going to do two episodes a week, video, audio. So it's going to be on YouTube, on this channel. If you're watching it right now on YouTube, it's going to be on iTunes, on audio, Spotify, on audio. Uh, follow us, you know, on all of them. So what do I have? Instagram, Twitter, you know, all that shit. Also, yeah. the big one right now is subscribing to the channel and liking the videos. That's what we need yep. to yep. Let's get, get that these, algorithm. Get all these guys up. to sponsor us right here. Yeah, get yeah. those sponsors, baby. At least someone like give us Bucky's, man. Like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I would fucking. Oh man, I'd retire if Bucky sponsor me. Yeah, just, they they just like give me some free shit from their store. I just yeah, retire. Yeah. Retire barbecue, maybe. Oh, dude. They have well, good anyway, barbecue at least. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, yeah. like I said, we'll next week we're gonna have a different co-host. We're gonna do that for a few more episodes, and then I like the idea of doing a final two. Yeah. And just see how the threesome goes. That's a good idea. And if it's so good, then maybe we just keep all three. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it could go anywhere yeah. from that. So, yeah. Well, well hell we'll yeah. See. Thanks for having me on. Follow Chair Gating on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, watch the videos on YouTube. Share, like, comment, subscribe. Um, let's hope you just bumped yourself up a little bit podcast. with that. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm a good promoter, man. That was a great a outro for you. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. Yeah. Also, no, you have a YouTube channel though. Right before we go, I do want to give you a shout out, or uh, not YouTube, an eBay store. Yeah, even selling yeah, I stuff do on right. Sell stuff on eBay. I'll be posting the link if you guys follow me at Cranmore Colton uh, on Twitter. Um, I did post a little bit last year, but I'm gonna start doing more this year. Um, just trying to bump the sales up. Um, you know, I do I do quite a bit of NASCAR Hot Wheels stuff like that on there too, as well as a bunch of other stuff. I mean, I got like 40 Steelers mugs I'm selling right now too. So if any of y'all are Steelers fans. Um, let me know. I'll get a really good but... discount. Um, I've given away stuff as well, like Jacob and Trekkin. I'm sending him an Alabama hat that I found. Nice. Um, so yeah. If you let me know. So what just you're vintage for, stuff that you've been finding, almost like a flea market or a... yeah, actually garage sales is the biggest one. Yeah, but like you're like a digital flea market or not yeah. a flea market. What's the what's it called? It's really hip where you go and buy secondhand stuff that they find. Thrift store almost. Thrift stores. There you go. Yep. Your digital thrift store, essentially. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. bingo. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, so everybody go follow you at? At Cranmore Colton. 
is my Twitter handle. So it's um, you backwards. can even just type in my name, C O L T O N C R A N M O R E. Um, I'll pop up on there. You can see all my shitty takes that I take. You know what I was just thinking about right before we go? I said Kevin Smith earlier, and now with my hat backwards, tell me I don't look a little bit like Kevin Smith. You look a little bit like Kevin Smith. Jesus Christ. Yep, you need to start just like comic books. Yeah. Anytime a pop. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot for coming on, and um, we'll talk to y'all again soon. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.